Hi guys, this is Kendra Kamer with the Candidly Kendra podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. And today's podcast is called More Than a Great Man, Jesus According to John 1. Sometimes I take the Bible for granted. Well, a lot of the time, actually. I know it's there. I basically know what it says already. But sometimes then God nudges me like a mom trying to redirect her beloved child's attention from the troubles at hand to a precious gift. Look, sweetheart, open your eyes and see the treasure I'm giving you. Well, I glanced at the book of John today to see what God might show me. And I was astounded with the gift of God's word. Even just the first chapter was filled to the brim with rich statements about Jesus. I had a taste, and suddenly I realized how thirsty I was for my good, good Savior, whom I must admit I often also take for granted. Is this what that verse about the deer means? You know the one, Psalm 42, verse 1, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. Maybe the deer denied his thirst until that first drop fell on his tongue and suddenly his thirst awakened. Maybe, because that's how I am. And today God awakened my thirst for Jesus with these beautiful truths from the rich opening chapter of John. Here's the first one. Jesus is the Word. Right there in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Once upon a time, there was a man who loved ants. I don't know why he loved ants. It's ridiculous to love ants. But, well, that's kind of the point of the story anyway. He saw a colony of ants living in their giant ant hill in the middle of a large field. He loved them, and he hoped they'd find happiness in this world with him. But suddenly, he looked up, and, oh no, a bulldozer was coming straight for them. His beloved ants and their colony would be raised to the ground. They'd all die. He had to do something. He started yelling, Hey, ants, you gotta move. There's a bulldozer coming. Do you think they moved? No, of course not. (laughs) They were ants. They couldn't understand and maybe didn't even hear his human speech. So because of his great, and let's face it, ridiculous love for them, He knew there was only one way, so he became an ant himself. Don't ask me how. (laughs) That's another story. He warned them about the bulldozer. Many listened, but also many didn't. But he loved them, and he became an ant to tell them. God had something to tell us. Jesus was his word. Jesus became an ant, (laughs) I mean a human, because of God's great and ridiculous love for us. The second thing I saw in the first chapter of the book of John is that Jesus is the light. John 1, 4 and 5 says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. When I go camping, I can't be bothered with a flashlight. I know where I'm going. I'll be careful. I'm just going over there. What do you think happens? (laughs) I trip every time. (laughs) I stub my toes. I get poked in the eye with a stray tree branch. And if I wander too far without light, I'll get lost. 
Light shows us the way. It shows us the dangers. It makes clear what used to be obscured. Jesus is our light who shows us the truth about ourselves and the situation we're in and shows us the way out, the way to safety. Light isn't always welcome. Just ask my kids how they feel about me turning on the lights and opening the shades when I get them up in the morning. (laughs) When we're used to the darkness, the light can be uncomfortable, but it is good. Light brings growth. Let's step into the light. Number three, we see from John 1 that Jesus is God, the one and only. John 1, 14 and 17 says, We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. The book of John is making a strong case that Jesus is not just some great guy. The statement is extreme. It's basically saying there is only one God. Jesus and the Father are him. The rest of the book of John is essentially a series of testimonies supporting Jesus' deity. This is no mere man, not just a good teacher. This is God himself, God made man. And how you respond to that incredible fact will change your life eternally. We also see that Jesus is the Lamb of God. John 1, 29 and also verse 35 says, The next day he, this would be John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The next day again, John was standing with two of his disciples and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Eighteen years ago, when Steve and I celebrated our fourth anniversary, we were living in Barcelona, Spain. We went to a highly recommended restaurant that was known for serving delicious lamb. We'd never had a lamb to eat before. Well, they're so cute, it was a little disturbing if we thought about it very much. And here's the thing, much to our dismay, the plates were decorated with adorable, frolicking lambs. That's the problem. When I think of lambs, I think cute, fluffy, innocent. But when the people gathering around John the Baptist heard him talk about a lamb, they had a different picture in mind. They thought of slaughter. They thought of sacrifice because their culture was centered around the temple where sacrifices of lambs, goats, and even doves would be made to cleanse the people from their sin. When they thought of lambs, they thought bloody, broken. They must have shaken their heads and thought, that must not be what he means. But that's exactly what he meant. Jesus was the innocent lamb, bloodied, broken, for you and for me. And then the last thing I saw about Jesus in John chapter 1 is that Jesus is the Son of Man. In John 1, 47 through 51, it says, Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe me? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. If I were God, (laughs) 
Don't all the best sentences start like that. <laughs> if I were God, I think I would spend a lot more time bragging about being the son of God rather than the son of man. And now we have yet another reason why I am not God and why Jesus defies our expectations and improves on any God we would have invented ourselves. Jesus calls himself son of man 14 times in the book of John. The phrase appears 81 times in the Gospels. Those are the books Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It is the name Jesus most commonly uses for himself. It's almost as if, as if he's proud of it. Well, he was born for it. John 6, 37-40 says, All that the Father gives me, Jesus is talking, will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose none, nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Jesus came with a purpose. He made himself man because of his great and ridiculous love for us, and it pleased him to do so. He was wholeheartedly focused on his calling from God on our behalf, right up until his death as the sacrificial Lamb of God. Now, do you see what I see? All this from one chapter of the Bible. God's Word is a deep, rich mind that we can probe for the rest of our lives. You can see the post from today's podcast on my website, which is candidlykendrakay.com. I hope you guys have a great day. Spend some time thanking Jesus for who He is. And I'll be back again with another podcast for you on Friday.